What's up, Skate World? Back again. It is podcast time. And as always, each episode is brought to you by All I Need Skateboards. We are currently in the process of filming for our second full-length video. We're about to do a trip down south to finish up filming. Uh, We're going to load a van up in Boston and just charge down to North Carolina, stop there, visit the homies at Eastern Skate Supply. They sell our decks, so if there's any shops out there that would like to carry our boards, you can get them through Eastern Skate Supply. And then we are going to go from there to Atlanta, meet up with the good friends Ben Hayes and Stormy Pruitt, Check out all the street spots, probably sleep on some floors, maybe some camping, and just a shitload of skating. I'm excited to be on the road and checking out new spots and being with the homies. And some of the dudes coming, it's going to be their first time there, so that's so cool. Uh, Also, I wanted to remind you guys that November 5th and 6th, our third annual New England Am is going to pop off. It is at the Edge Indoor Skate Park in Taunton, Massachusetts. The last two years have been insane hundreds of people showed up we have three three divisions 14 and under 15 and over and skate shop invite division 14 and under so many gnarly shredders just good style it's cool to see the future the future shredders just doing it 15 and over that was probably one of our biggest that was our biggest division with the most people that entered dudes just got buck and then the skate shop invite division we had over 25 shops from all over the place bring three riders each and just battle it out for top shop we had shops from florida baltimore people were flying out from cali as well uh guest judges nick don pierre brandon westgate donnie barley dave pachinski zared bassett um yeah this year's gonna be no different it's just gonna be live so check that out and if you want to follow us on instagram at new england am We'll update you with all the progress on everything that's happening with that. Also, I just want to tell you that if you don't live near a skate shop or your shop doesn't carry all I need, no worries. We still got you covered. You can head to our website, which is alliniedskate.com, and we have an online store there with all our decks and apparel. You can check out the new Wartime series. We got a pullover, embroidered pullover that is epic. We got hats t-shirts you name it we got it everything is made right here in my hometown taunton mass at my work so i have my hands on everything it's all top notch uh yeah check it out and if you guys want to follow us on social media you can follow us on instagram and twitter at all i need skate and if you're on facebook all i need skateboarding thank you guys and today's guest is legendary human and Shredder, Roberto Aleman. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Or today. Or today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me, 
and you learn some tricks or whatever, and you get that appreciation from your peers. You know, the other skaters are like, "Holy shit!" Like, "Yeah, dude, that's rad." Admiration. Yeah. Yeah, the admiration or the the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is sick!" Yeah. This is what I want to do. Yes, Roberto, how's it going, man? Good, yeah, man. I was just uh, hanging out at home with my lady. That's awesome, man. Where are you located right now? Barcelona. Barcelona? Yep. How long have you been living there? About six years. What's that all about? What's the lifestyle like? Barsi life, man. <laughs> <laughs> I live in downtown, too. I live like two blocks away from Magba. Even if I don't skate there that often, but... um. It's just like two blocks away. Yeah, I. And that's like a skateboarding mecca. Yeah, it is. It has been for a while. How's your day going? What you get into already? Um, nothing really. Um, we went party last night, so it was kind of slow this morning. <laughs> just, ha- just it's the weekend, so you're you got time yeah. off. <laughs> it was like a three friends' uh, birthday last night, so. Oh, sick! All you guys so, linked up together, one big bash. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we went to my friend's bar. He he owns a bar, so every time uh, someone has his uh, birthday or something, we go there. We usually go there. Red, what's the bar called? Stereo. He's a good stereo, like the skateboard yep. brand. Yeah. Oh, sick. He's a good friend to have, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What did you have for drinks? For what? What did you drink? Oh, uh, we start with beer. And then uh, gin tonics, and then some shots. Oh, uh, what kind of what kind of beer are we talking? Uh, Mao. I don't know Mau that. Mao Classic. Mao Classic is my favorite. Oh, and so... they, ha- they have it in that bar too. What about shots? Where did you go from there? I didn't know. I didn't even order. They were giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It tastes like it tastes like uh, herbs, something like that, like herbs liquor, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It was good. It was like digestive. <laughs> how often how often do you get to drinking? I know you're celebrating last night three birthdays. Yeah, not really. I don't really go party that often anymore. No. Not not, not really. No, no, no. Probably last time I went party like last night was like a couple months ago. Oh, weird. Sick. Yeah. It's Yeah, I like to celebrate more than I like to party these days. <laughs> I passed that. <laughs> how I, I I did party on my 20s and early 30s, but I already passed that, you know? Yeah, I think it's really fun, but, like, moderation and for health. Like, as you get older, it's like if you're just going super hard all the time with alcohol, it fucks you up, for sure. It, it does, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember when I could uh, party all night and then skate all day, but, I mean, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you just, like, keep it going. You keep the party going. You drink all night, and then you get up, you just shred, you sweat it all out. But then it's like, you can, that's like the match, the fire that burns too quick. You're like, I can't keep this up. <laughs> exactly. Once you pass the 30, it, it doesn't work like that anymore. How old are, how old are you? 37. Word. I'm 33, so you got me beat by four years. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you mind, do you mind me asking what your parents did for work? My parents? Yeah, what do they do for work? They, uh, they don't work anymore, but they, I mean, where I'm from, 
the basic uh, the most um the main uh, the main work there was like um making shoes oh really yeah making shoes it's like the most the bigger city is a small city but it's the most um uh the most important city in spain where they make shoes wow so that's where most of the manufacturing happens like right yeah, there exactly. in spain science china came and take over <laughs> oh <laughs> then my family lose their jobs they lose their, their their business like a lot of like small and medium um uh business yeah they all lose their uh, their business yeah because yeah. it's like um one big company comes in and kind of just takes over and makes it like not e able to compete like price wise you know Exactly, that's what happened. China came and take over, and then the biggest companies that survive, they're like, all right, let's just start um, making shoes in China, you know? So yeah, that's what happened. And then a lot of small and medium business, they went out of business. Wow. What kind of shoes were your parents making? Just like sports shoes or woman shoes. I remember one time, because I used to work with them when I finished my uh, every day at school, I used to work with them so yeah. I could make uh, some cash. And one time they were making vans. Wow. <laughs> just for women. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, not skating shoes. I was like, whoa, I know this brand, but it's like, this is not for skating. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it was like yeah. a lifestyle shoe, kind of, like a woman. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like that. So. And then they, they used to work for this main manufacturer. It's called uh, G-Hyber. Jota Hyber. We call him Jota Hyber. <laughs> and even, the, even those guys have the skater Jota Hyber shoe. Really? I don't know why, because skateboarding wasn't big or, or nothing back then. But they they have one that says skater. That's shoe. sick. <laughs> they yeah. covered the yeah. market. <laughs> that was my sponsor too, because I got those for free. Because my my dad was working for those guys forever, you know. Wow. So you've have you actually seen like the shoes? Like, did you go to work? Did you see it made up from the ground up, like from the sole up or whatever? The the part of it, because my my parents were making in their factory. They made like a like one part of the process yes and then from there it goes to another factory and then they do another process and then in, in the last factory probably they just finish the whole thing wow wow yeah. that would be cool to like peek into that world that's pretty rad yeah actually my parents still have the warehouse in the house and with all the the saw, sewing sewing machines sewing yeah sewing sewing machines yeah and um yeah, I mean, that, that thing is still there. Wow, well, you got to use those things. Put them to work for something, like start when, sewing patches or something. My mom does. My mom's still working. Oh. Um, when, whenever she had, like, free time, she, she keeps making shoes. I mean, she's been doing that her whole life. Yeah, that's rad. She could she could make her own like custom stuff and sell it online nowadays, too, because it, it would be, like, not mass-produced because she's doing it, you know? Yeah, but that's hard because you need, you, need, uh, you need to... I don't know, man. That's hard. My mom. First of all, my mom doesn't even know how internet works. <laughs> so that's if true. I will, if I would tell her the idea, she would like. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, um. <It's> like, <laughs> jump, yeah, jump, yeah. jumping around a little bit. When did we? We went on a skate trip together. We went. I came out to Spain. What was that trip? Was that with Naraco? Oh, yeah, the beer house. Yeah, oh, Birdhouse. Yeah, that was so Birdhouse. sick. Yeah, that I was... remember. Damn, that felt like a lifetime ago. Wow, I didn't even remember until you just bring, bring it up. <laughs> Crazy. Who, who else was there? Um, Sus Burnett, right? Mike Burnett? Yeah, Burnett, Sus Susky, Westgate, um, Seamus. 
Nessa was that too? Yeah, oh. fuck yeah, Nessa was there. I remember some of the tricks he did. <laughs> wow, that was so cool. I, you know what? I always um, tell this funny story about that uh, time because I think it was uh, Mike Burnett's uh, birthday. Yeah. And then we celebrated at my house and my parents make a big paella for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so delicious. Yeah, that was my first time ever having like, it was cooked outside, right? Was it on the yeah, wood outside, stove? Yeah, yeah that was my first. Wood. Yeah, so good, dude. That's right. Well, I, I keep saying this because it's so funny. You probably don't remember, but I remember Brandon uh, asking me for ketchup. <laughs> you know? and you don't you don't use ketchup in the paella you know that's like that's like what the fuck yeah you, yeah it's just adding like shit to something that already tastes good like, <laughs> exactly yeah and i think i told brother like yeah ask my dad for ketchup <laughs> you know and he's like hey what is the ketchup and my dad gave him the worst look ever you know like welcome yeah he brandon brought some america to spain with that <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, um, yeah, that trip was fun. We went to Seville and, and, and yeah, Alicante and Malaga. I think we went to Malaga, too. Yeah, Alicante. I remember that. I remember the spots. Yeah. The spots and the food were so amazing. Yeah, super good. And beautiful. And more. Yeah, beautiful women, too, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got good, good memories. Yeah, so, okay, we're going to jump around a little bit. Um, How long have you been skating? How many years? Well, uh, since I was 11, I'm 37, so 26, 26. Wow, think about the chunk of time. You've spent more time on your board than not, really, like more of your life on, like, skating. How cool is that? Yeah, that trips me out. Oh. What was the first thing that got you into skating? It was so random because um, I remember my parents going to a little trip to Andorra. Andorra is... um another country right in between France and Spain. It's like a super tiny country. Andorra? Andorra. Andorra. Yep. So I remember a lot of people from Spain used to go there and buy stuff because uh, you didn't pay taxes. Oh, sick. So I remember my parents used to go there like once or twice a year to buy like sugar or, or cheese or whatever, like a, a lot. Yeah. So just to have for, for the rest of the year because you didn't pay taxes. Yeah, that's everything nice. Was, everything was cheaper. Yeah. Everything was cheaper. So I remember my parents going there and I tell them like, hey, I want a bow and arrows just, you know, just to to be wild I, because I live in the countryside, as you know, you know. Were you going to shoot some rabbits? Some rabbits and some cats or whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know, and uh, you got you to gotta kill the free time in the, in the countryside. <laughs> That's you know, sick. That, that much to do. That's cool. And then, and then I asked for a bow and arrows. And then, um, and then uh, I got a skateboard. They didn't want to buy a bow and arrow for me. You know, it's like, ooh, this, this is a bit sketchy. You know, this guy with those things, he's <laughs> killing animals around. It's not going to happen. So they brought me a skateboard. And and they came with a skateboard. And I was like, what the fuck? A skateboard? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> they thought it was going to be safer. You're going to shoot your eye out. But then they well, they must have been tripping their tripping out when they saw you jumping downstairs eventually. Way not safer. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely not. <laughs> no, it was funny because I got that and I was like, well, this is cool. I can just cruise around on my knees. I didn't even have to stand up or anything. I didn't know anything about skateboarding at all. Nothing, nothing, zero. And so for the first two years, I was just just breaking my mom's plants in the in the yard. <laughs> outside the house and just like cruising around with my knees because I didn't skate or didn't know anything 
And then I remember one day going to the city, going to the town with my mom for shopping because she used to go on, on the Saturdays and go shopping. And then I went with her for my first time because I was like, ah, whatever, I go with you. And then the market, the big market was uh, next to the big church. Yeah. And the big church is, uh, is like a big plaza outside. And, and it was like, I don't know, like 20 or 30 skaters skating. Whoa. Doing all these, doing kick flips and doing everything, impossibles, pressure flips. Whoa. From going from your knees to seeing that. Yeah. Trippy. Yeah. I was <laughs> tripping. I was tripping. I was like, oh my God. Like, this is, you can actually do things with this, you know? Like, yeah. it was it seems ma then, It seems magical when you see it for the first time and you don't even fathom yeah. it. You're like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, you're trying to figure it out. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. How he did that? How that thing jumped with him? Yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. And then from, from, and that was the, that was pretty much the beginning. I started going to uh, to the market every Saturday with my mom, and then stay in the plaza. And then he used to go. She used to go shopping, and then pick me up. And then, and then yeah, that's how I started. Did you make a friend, or were you intimidated? Like I was super intimidated at first. I was on my own, just watching, and then because I have um I have a super shitty board. It was like it's called the shark. Oh. <laughs> plastic wheels, you know, like it was like a really shitty board. And uh, they all have a good good skateboards. Yeah. And I was like super shy, you know, like, wow, these guys, I'm sure they don't want to talk to me. And I'm from the countryside. Yeah. And back then, the people from the city didn't like the, the guys from the countryside, you know? Like, they were like, ah, fuck, those guys are the worst, you know? Like, they don't know what's up. <laughs> he has a plastic so board. <laughs> yeah, and I was one of them. I remember one of the guys, he was making fun of me one of the first times. He was like, oh, yeah, so what's our next, what, what is the next board you're going to buy? And I didn't know what to say. And he <laughs> say like a weird name. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy this next one. And I say, oh, that yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you liar. And he's like, oh, that doesn't even, doesn't even exist. You fucking idiot. You don't know shit. And they were all laughing at me like, oh, fuck. It's <laughs> not <So> going well. <laughs> good try, though. You tried. Yeah, but little by little, you know, I become friends with them, and then and then that's it. You know, skateboarders, we were friends. At the beginning, it was hard because I was from the countryside, but after a while, it was perfect. Yeah, that's Super amazing. Good. Do you remember some of the, like, first videos and magazines you saw? Like, how did you find out about the skateboard industry? Like, that people well, could get sponsored and all that? That was way a while after. Yeah. But back then, when I started skating, I didn't, and the only magazine was a skate magazine. It was from Spain. Yeah. From, I think, I believe it's from Madrid. And um, that was the first magazine I knew. And then the first movie was Thrashing. Yes. The movie, you know, because they put it on TV and my mom, I was skating outside. It's like, hey, son, it's a skate movie on TV. And I went there and then I was tripping too. Like, oh my God, this is what a skateboard movie is. <laughs> Hollywood's was, version. <laughs> Yeah, the Hollywood version. Yeah, but for me, from a countryside guy, boy, it's, yeah, I watched that movie over and over. That's sick. Yeah, it's. I remember when I was younger and I'd see like um, skateboarding in like Police Academy, the movie, like in the background yeah. or something. You're like, yeah. what? They know what skating is? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. So, what about? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the sponsor thing was later on. Like, I was skating and and more and more and more and more and I and I. And I knew about the distributor in Madrid because here um, it went through the distributors, you know, like there was like three or four big distributors in Spain and um, those were the ones that give you a sponsor. Yeah. 
And then I knew about this one. It's called Acid Drop back in the day. It doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. But back then it was Acid Drop. And then I called the guy. I got a magazine and they have an ad there with yeah. a phone. And I called like, hey, I want to be sponsored by you guys. It's like, well, this doesn't work like this. <laughs> the owner, the owner picked up the phone, Luis. Wow. And he's like, no, I mean, you have to film a video and send it to me. And then we will see what happened. And like, oh, okay. So I have a friend that has a camera. So we film a whole video in one month in, in the plaza, you know, outside the church. Yeah, sick. And I did every single trick I knew. Because I thought that was what I have to do. I have to show them what I, what I, what I know, you know? No, I think you nailed it. <laughs> and then I sent the, the video and he called me out. He's like, dude, you, you good? I like how you're skating, but dude. The skateboarding is about exploring new spots and, and finding new spots and, and traveling and everything. Yeah. Like, you filmed the whole video in your plaza. You didn't even went to the plaza, like, around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only plaza we skate, you know? That was the one we, we like, and then we skate there every day. Yeah, so you only have one spot, like, one perspective. You need to travel yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. And, but that opened my mind. Like, wow, yeah, I know a, a lot of little towns, and I have, back then I have a little scooter. Yeah. And it's like, dude, let's search for different spots in different towns to my friend with a camera. It's like, yeah, let's do it on the weekends. And then every weekend we went to a different little town and find for a good spot yeah. and film something. And then after like four or five months, I sent him another tape with a, it probably was the same tricks that I knew how to do, <laughs> but in like 20 different towns. Yeah, with the, the aesthetics were fun. beautiful. Aesthetics, because yeah. you can see the change of the terrain and how you handle it and like... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and the guy's like, yes, yeah, you did it good. I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna sponsor you, and he give me fifty percent. Oh, that, that was how it works. You pay fifty percent of the product. Oh, he gave you a discount on it, so you still a bought discount, it, but yeah. at a discount rate. Sick. Yeah, and yeah, it was that was the beginning of getting a sponsor in Spain. You get discounts. It was called Acid Drop, you said. First, yeah, and then after that was NorCal Distribution. NorCal. Yeah, it was like the biggest one in Spain. It was super famous. Like, how how that come to be? Did they take over? Yeah, I mean, a lot of things happened. They were doing super good. He's the one that introduced me to Consolidated, you know? Oh, right. So I still skating with, um, uh, I still skating for them today. Like, he knew uh, the way I like to skate. And he's like, dude, you're going to ride Consolidated skateboards because, you know, like, you're really similar to those guys. So he was in contact with everybody in the States, you know, with everybody, with all the brands that he was uh, carrying. Yep. He was taking. He was talking with everybody. I mean, he was the distributor in Spain, so he used to go to the states for the trade shows and everything. Rad. He used to be a really good friend with Fausto, and every time he he went to the states, he always wanted to uh, go to San Francisco and visit Fausto and everything. Yeah, That's that because they made skate. They made skateboarding look so cool, like Fausto and that whole era in SF. Like that. Yeah, you yeah. can't blame him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, and this guy did a lot for skateboarding. He's the guy that brought, like, the, um, the Hell Crew, you know, the Thrasher, the Hell Crew people. Yeah. Like, back in 96 and 97, you know, all these guys that were doing tours in Spain for him. He was paying for everything. That's it. I went with them to, uh, the, the two times they came. It was crazy because for me, I was, like, 15 or 16, and the Hell Crew came, and he called me, like, hey, you got to go with these guys on tour. <laughs> and it was like, who is coming? Like John Cardiel, Phil Sao, wow. Bob Bullquist, wow. Ethan Fowler, wow. Jake Phelps, Luke Ogden, all these guys. Whoa. And that was me in the van. You know, like, <laughs> fuck. How old? Is... 15? 
I was 15 or 16, yeah. Damn, it's like throwing you to the wolves. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know anything. I didn't know English. I didn't know nothing. I didn't, uh, I didn't know. But it's crazy. They stay in the house you stay in, the beach house. Yeah. They all stay there. Sick. Damn, that's cool. sick. It was gnarly. It was, it was gnarly. I, I still know, I still know where they slept. <laughs> I know where Bobbles was sleeping, Ethan Fowler, John Cardiel used to sleep in the aisle. No, no mattress, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I still remember. It's crazy. Wait, did, like, you couldn't speak to him though because you didn't know English? No, not at all. Were they polite to you? Don't lie. Don't lie. Who was rude? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you say skateboarding language, you know, like, yeah. you, 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 may, you make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you make it happen. But that... I remember, um, I remember uh, talking, uh, Karma was there the first year. Whoa, Karma Teshoff. Yeah, it's so yeah. good, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, But I remember John Cardiel, one day he was skating and he couldn't learn the trick and he was so pissed. And he didn't come dinner with us and... He was crazy. I mean, n nothing really crazy, but he was just acting like he was bummed because he couldn't land this trick. Yeah. And I was so impressed, like, wow, he's he's not even having dinner with us. He's just there with a bottle of wine, drinking by himself, oh, sleeping man. in the ground. <laughs> Fuck, like, because he didn't land that trick, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. I was, I was, I was surprised. Like, I've, been wow. that, I've been that way before, like, um, just, like, get bummed. Like, when sometimes you, like, have expectations for yourself and you just want to reach them. And then, you know how it is. Like, especially when you battle a trick, too. Like, I've gone back multiple times and that shit fucks yeah. with my ego and my <laughs> self-worth. Yeah, but when you're 15, you don't really know about that yet. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like, and you see these big guys doing it. They're like, fuck. Like, you, you, you notice how important skateboarding is for them, you know, like, wow, this is, like, serious, this is not a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's their life, you know, it's their, it's their work, it's their life, it's, it's everything for them. Yeah, we do, people, that all of us, basically, dedicate years of our lives, like, that's why I always like to ask how long you've been skating, and it turns out you've been skating more than you haven't been for years, you know, like, the ratio, that's your blood, sweat, and tears, like, your effort, and, and your passion, and your expression, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Have you, are you? Are you? Um, do you have any hidden talents besides skateboarding? I used to play tennis before. Uh, I used to play tennis before my mom and dad brought that skateboard for me. Wow! I got, I got my own couch and I was doing content. I mean, all the competition. I was winning everything. Super good. Really? Yeah. Wow. Super good. Wow. I got a lot of and everything. Wow. So, like, how did you? How did you get into tennis? Someone just showed you, and you're like, "Oh, this is fun." Yeah, I don't even I don't even remember. I think I like it, and then and then my mom is like, "Oh, you want to do this?" Like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this. So after school, I remember she taking me like to the tennis uh, school. Yeah, every day, you know, like three or four hours, just practicing, 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 just just training, pretty much training because you train there. Did you have a coach? Like they just showed you shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every day. Do you still watch tennis today? Sometimes. If if I see a tennis um, game in TV, I will stop and watch it for 20, 30 minutes. Yes. And you know all the you understand the rules and the you yeah. understand the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You you know you don't forget that. <laughs> and it, it's not that it's not that many rules neither. You know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> no rules. That's awesome. <laughs> there's, some rules, there's some rules, but there's no like crazy rules. You yeah. know, once you learn them. It's hard to, to forget him. Who's a famous tennis player? Because I don't, forgive me, I don't know anything about tennis. In Spain, uh, it's one of the best ones. He's been like top uh, number one for many years. It's called uh, Rafa Nadal. Rafa, say it again? Rafa? 
Damn, I love the way you. I love the way you say it. Rafa Nadal is a good tennis player. Yeah, from Spain. Sick. That's awesome, yeah, he, man. He actually is playing a contest now, and he fucked up his wrist yesterday. Oh shit! Like in the match? Yeah, in the match. Like a. Sp- I mean, he didn't fuck it up really bad, but he he was feeling something, and then his couch immediately just stopped the game. You know, like no, because it could get worse and worse, and then you know it's 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 better to stop early. Oh man, imagine if we had that in skateboarding, how many people would not be injured? <laughs> Pull you out. Roberto, yeah. give the nollie flip a ch- like, chill out, give it 10 minutes. <laughs> no, it, it won't work. No, it wouldn't. Cardiel yeah. would get pissed and be like, no, I'm fucking doing this trick. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> how many times, how many times have you been to the States? I don't know. I got seven passports. Wow. From the man. Wow. But no, I got so many passports because um, I used to have so many travels in customs. Yeah. All the time, all the time. So it's like every time I have like 10 or 12 or like 15 stamps, it's like, fuck, I'm going to change my passport. Yeah. So I I went there with a brand new one and it was a little bit easier, but still they give me shit all the time. Why? Well, they never... I don't know because I used to go so many times and back in the day I used to go, I used to spend probably like six, like five or six or seven months a year. So I have probably one stamp from January to March and then I came home for one month and then I went there for another three months. Yeah. And I was, I was 19 or 20 and it's like, what the, what, why are you back? They think you're a fucking spy or a super agent. They're Some, trying to. I don't know. <laughs> Since uh, my first time in the States, since 99. So you've been, have you been collecting like a lot of those? 
Um, I don't really have that many. I probably have like forty or fifty. Whoa! Six, Whoa! That's sick. That's a lot. <laughs> you... like, like counting my promos. Yeah, but know? those so, are sick to have. That's your legacy. That's yeah, your skateboard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep one. I always keep one. Yeah, that's a good move for sure. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, do, yeah. Where do you keep them? In a closet? I keep most of them in my parents' house. Oh, sick. And I have like a couple boxes here. That's right. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you about jobs coming up skateboarding. Like, have you had nine to five jobs, like random blue collar? Like, I did when I was little to go to to pay my tickets for the states. Yeah. So I used to do that. Like, oh, I'm going to the states in one month, and usually this guy from a Norcal Distribution, that distributor, he used to pay for all my pretty much all my trips Sick. to the states. Wow. And if not him, Consolidated will pay for him. Wow, that's right. But uh, sometimes they were like, no, we can't afford it this time, whatever. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to find a job. And then I used to find a job for like for a month. Yeah. And that, that would cover for my ticket. And that's all I needed. What were the jobs? Did you have like um, track picking up? Shoes. Oh, shoes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Shoes. Sick. Did you ever have a, have you ever had a job where you had to like serve the public or anything like that? Like a waiter or? Yeah, I did once. I think I did it once in uh in the beach house, right next to the beach house. It's yeah. like a cocktail cocktail um place. So you used to serve cocktails. Were you good at it? Uh yeah, it was easy. I I, I started cleaning the tables and um I remember the owner was a dick, he was the worst. <laughs> and I remember I was um I was going to the table and clean and, and pick up all the glasses and everything. And if the table was su- super packed or anything, like oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it in two times, you know. Yeah. And he's like, no, you gotta do this at once. He's like, break your back, break your damn yeah, back. No, it's like, <laughs> it's like it doesn't fit here, and he will show me like, oh, of course it does. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what? A, why, man? Like, chill out. It's like, no, that's how it works. And and when I have to serve a table, yeah. And they were asking for like uh, cocktails or whatever. Or, or not cocktails, but like um, uh, whatever, like a alcohol and a, and a soda, like gin tonic or whatever, or like a whiskey and coke. I have to bring the bottles and the sodas in, in this thing. How do you call this? Like the, a tray. The tray, yeah. yeah. I have to carry that with all the bottles. Like, why am I going to carry that? It's going gonna, it's gonna to fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's too heavy and I, I'm not going to be able to do the whole thing. Like, yes, you can. Let me show you how it works. And he will do it for me. That used to show me. He's like, dude, you've been doing this your whole life. I've been here for two days. Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't I, can I make this in the bar and then just bring them to them? Yeah. Like, no, it doesn't, doesn't work like this. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, fuck it. So yeah, that's, I was there for three weeks and then got enough money for the ticket, the plane ticket to the States. And You're still riding for Consolidated? Yeah. That's awesome. Who else is supporting you? Um, independent. Oh, sick. Speedfire, Speedfire, and then uh, um, I used to ride for Fallen for many years. Yep. Fallen, Fallen shoes, but that um, will not. What happened to that? And then uh, I'm actually skating for Filament now in Spain, and I'm being I'm I'm gonna be the team manager in Spain as well. Whoa, but, that's awesome. Yeah, I was doing that with Fallen for like two or three years. Sick. And it worked out pretty well until until like a month ago. And then, um, and then I contact with the guys at Filament, 
the distributor in Spain, and he, I, I give him like a, like a project that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and we talked to Tim Gavin, and then they, they all down to try. So we're doing it. Yeah, Tim Gavin is the man. I've had him on my podcast, on my show. Um, he was very awesome. I was like, I like look, I watched him in videos and magazines, and then I got to sit down and meet him. You know, like it was very cool. Yeah, I never, I met him once, I think, in a trade show or something, but just randomly. You know, you met so many people in a trade show that's like, hey, what's up? My name is Robert, my name is Tim, whatever, bye, see you later. Yeah. Uh, I didn't talk to him, really. You might be the perfect person to talk about the shoe stuff right now. Like, it's a crazy thing in skateboarding right now. There's a lot of, like, non-skateboard brands, like, um, brand, sports-based brands that are, like, kind of, like, buying up the whole market in skateboarding. It's, it's a, it's strange, huh? It's, it's... Personally, it's the worst thing is happening to skateboarding these days. Yeah, you th- it's just not like, good for. I mean, it's not it's not roots. It's nothing. It's just business and it's just money. Yeah, it's weird because they're like hiring people that that are skateboarders, you know. So it's like well, they got the they got the best. They probably have the best marketing. They've been doing that for years, you know. Yeah. And then they got the money. They're yeah. not worrying about the money, so they can buy the best dudes out there. Yeah. Like, they go to every country and they get the guy, you know, like, who is this, who's the legend in this country? Okay, we need this guy. And then, if they get the legend, they got everybody. It's funny that Adidas just got Daywon and Mark Johnson, which is crazy. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's gnarly, man. Well, it must be cool for you because you're working with, like, a startup, a skater, skateboarder-owned startup footwear brand, you know? Yeah, 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 I'm really stoked. I mean, I will never do, like the the other things you know like never i mean i'm a don't do it guy forever since the beginning yeah that's loyalty i like that because because skateboarding skateboarders and skateboarding has given you like this rich culture and life that you have so you want to support that Mm -hmm. that's beautiful (laughs) oh yeah but it's it's strange out there like i think about it all the time and i'm just like all i want is like I want, like, core skateboarders that start footwear brands just to, like, focus on killing it. Because, like, we are so creative as as skateboarders, you know? Like, whatever it got us here will keep us growing, you know? Like, skateboarders built the industry. Like, skateboarders yeah. built the skateboard industry up to where it became valuable to these people to come in, you know? So whatever got us to the show will keep us there. So exactly. I like when I see... It's not happening. I mean, these days, like, look who's controlling the the business. Like, just businessmen yeah well that's when converse new balance like all these all these big big corporations it's crazy yeah like i gotta i go skate every day and if you go to macba like 80 percent of the kids are gonna wear nike it's like dude all scooters if you go to the skate park like 80 percent of the scooters are wearing the same fucking shoes nike janoski i'm the i you know like dude you don't you don't because I feel different to everybody in the streets, you know. I go with my skateboard, like, dude, I feel different. I'm yeah. a skateboarder, you don't. But, like, seeing these guys that ride for Nike and everyone else ride for Nike, scooters, like, normal persons, like, um, rollerbladers, whatever, they all ride Nike. Like, dude, you don't, did you feel different to those guys? You guys all the same group right now. Yeah, diversity is not a bad thing, you know, in no, skateboarding. We need that. 
Yeah. I think I think it it's a matter of like skateboarders like Tim Gavin and like Jim Thebo and like the future skateboarders to take on the responsibility of learning business and like learning how to compete. I know they have it's like a David and Goliath story because I know they have a lot of money in marketing. But my theory is like you can only throw so much money at a fire, you know, like the fire is only going to grow so big. So like. <laughs> It's like, at the yeah. same time, it's like a fair playing field, you know? Especially with all the technology and stuff. I just think we got to get real good at using all this technology as skateboarders and apply it to our business. Because it's like, yeah. yeah, I feel like we are doing that, like skateboarders are. I do it a lot with my skateboard brand and do all types of stuff. Like, it's tough, but I think, like... You got to do it. You got to do it somehow. You can't step behind. Yeah, the people that have dedicated their lives should have say in what happens in skateboarding, or at least how it's projected, the media side of things, you know? Like, that's my favorite. That's why I do the podcast, because I love talking about people that have dedicated their lives to skateboarding and their experiences, because that's authenticity that can't be replicated. It's just like, you have you have the years, Roberto. Yeah. I have it's, the years. It's unique, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. How long... So, how? let's talk about traveling. Where have you been besides the States and Spain? Any other places? Have you been to China? Uh, no, not China, but I'm going to Japan on Friday. Whoa, you're going Friday? Yeah. Sick. What's that for? Uh, consolidated tour. What? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're working on a video right now, so we, we're going to have like a few more trips and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll be done. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, that's awesome. We're doing the same with all I need is we're working on a video as well and we're trying to do a trip. That's the best part. Um, the traveling is the, that doesn't happen. This is the, this doesn't happen often with consolidated going on a big trips like this. But we got the distributor in Japan that is helping a lot, so it's making things easier. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Sick. So, how much footage do you have now? I'm gonna put some pressure um, on you. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that much now because I've been hurt for two years. Yeah. I've been having uh, ankle surgeries. Ooh, yeah. I got like four in the last two years. What do they do? They fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bastards <laughs> yes. they did one and they they really messed it up and and they they thought it was perfect so i was doing physical therapy for like four or five months and then i was complaining because i was it was really painful still i couldn't do nothing yeah and and for that kind of surgery like three months and you should be perfect yeah and back then they do all the mris was uh, giving me problems and I got the same thing and then I went to the doctor and then they, they like yeah you have to clean everything and blah 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 all the all the little bones blah 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 so they did that and um and they fucked up <laughs> and uh but they say it was perfect and I was doing physical therapy for months and it hurts I couldn't skate or anything it was so painful and like I can't believe this is happening again. And then I went back to the doctor and then get all the um, MRIs again, and they find out they didn't do it right. They yes. didn't do it. They didn't completely do it right. So it's like, fuck, we we gotta do it again. Yeah. So, a lot of the times it's like they got to go in and clean out the bone spurs and the scar yeah, tissue yeah. that builds up from the years. You know, that's exactly, like a. Yeah. I think that's called a scope when they go into the scope and try to clean it. I had that done on my knee. I had uh, my meniscus, and they went in and they scoped it and cleaned it out and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gnarly, man. But how are you feeling? And um, but yeah, totally. It's been like two years, and uh, since last sur- surgery, it's been one year now. Yep. 
and I've been feeling good because the thing is like for um, for so many surgeries they damage the cartilage. Mm -hmm. You know, and the cartilage is the more important thing because without the cartilage, it's bone to bone, and then it really hurts. It's the bushing. It's the bushing, yeah. Yeah. And um, and I don't have my whole cartilage. I have like parts of it, so yeah. that's why it's, it's so slow now. But I've been feeling good. I've been skating, and then I've been filming a lot and and shooting photos and. I've been feeling much better. Yeah, I want like I want to jump. I went to this gap to the other day, and I was like, "Dude, I think I can do it." Yeah. And I and I did it, and I jumped, and I fell so many times, and I was surprised. I was I was uh, I, I didn't get hurt. I was um, I was sore the day after, but my ankles were good. Yeah, that's nice feeling. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, damn it, super good." Hey, you want to know what works for me, or what what has been working for me is um. Um, in the water, I, I have like a gym membership and I go in the pool and I do strength exercising because there's no weight, you know, and you can just yeah. build up every, all the muscles around it and you can stretch it out and like, um, yeah. So, and I go hot, cold, I'll go like to the sauna in the steam room and then like, I'll massage like my knees and my ankles and then I'll go in the pool and swim around and like super good. Yeah. I do that all the time. Uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's super good. I used to do that. I usually do that after the surgery. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For like the first three or four months, I I will do that every time. And then now that it's been a year, I I stretch every day. I have to. Yeah. And every time I go skate, I have to start like little by little. I can't just go. I can't just go to a skate park and start skating. I have to just roll around for a minute, stretch, little by little. It takes some time, but. I can't escape it, so... I think that's the way to do it anyways. Like, if you do that... When, yeah. when you're young, if you just build that practice, then you're good. Who does that? No one. <laughs> you get too excited. It's because you're like, yeah. You listen, you listen to the older guys, too. Like, dude, you should warm up a little bit. That's what I say to the little guys. Now, I'm like, dude, you should warm up a little bit. And it's like, no, forget it. Because <laughs> you don't need to when you're a little kid. You don't, your body doesn't ask for it. To be young. To be young yeah. and dumb. You can just jump and... and yeah, you don't you don't see the future. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> does your lady what does your lady do anything cool? Does she like um, have hobbies and does she skateboard? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't like skater girls. Never. No. <laughs> no. This no she she works for a company and then uh, she likes to do like um, um, bracelets. How do you call that? This bracelets. Yeah. Bracelets and stuff like that. Jewelry. Jewelry. Yeah. That's yeah, sick. She, she does that, yeah. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Well, sick, man. Um, thanks for doing this. Oh no, it's a pleasure, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know it's nice to catch up. I knew this would be a fun one. I was excited to get home and do this. <laughs> yeah. What 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 are you living now? I'm living in um Taunton, Massachusetts, which is like an hour outside Boston, Massachusetts. This is where you're from, uh, Oregon. Yeah, I'm from this area, so oh, okay. there's tons of little cities that I've lived in in this whole area, but I'm an hour from Boston, I'm a half an hour from Providence, and I'm four hours from New York, and uh, it's those three cities are within driving distance to skate for the day. That's pretty good. Do you go to New York often? Or no? uh, in the summers, like me and Westgate, Brandon Westgate will take day trips, we'll wake up at like seven in the morning and drive four hours, get there, skate the city all day. And then drive home super late, like all beat up and sore, and then like Fuck. get home at like midnight, and it's sick. Wow, 
That sounds good, though. Yeah, or we'll or we'll go to Boston. Like we'll take an we'll drive an hour, meet up with the homies, drive around the city, find these six spots, and just film all day, and then come home. And then Providence too. And uh, there's a bunch of awesome skate parks now. We have this park in Boston. It's called the Lynch Family Skate Park, and uh-huh. uh, it's like two million dollar skate park in the heart of Boston, like downtown next to where the Boston Celtics played, like under. Uh-huh. Like it's, a skate bus or something, or like yeah, a skate park? It's a skate park that Canton Russell helped design. No way. Wow. Yeah, and it's right next... It's under this bridge in the middle of downtown Boston, so it's like a stadium, and it's really fun. Like, you can start there, warm up, and there's so much transition and, like, ledges and everything you has got it, and then you can just go out into the city and find sick-ass skate spots. Yeah, that sounds good, man. I've never been to Boston. Yeah, dude, you're welcome anytime. I have an extra room at my house, and like, I, I could you could crash whenever, dude. That'd be awesome. All right, good to know, man. Thank and you. and I live like um, ten minutes from a thirty thousand square foot skate park, indoor skate park. All right. Yeah, yeah Boston is cold in the winter, huh? Yeah, it's cold in the winter. You have to have the park. Like, it would be a struggle without it. Or you got to travel. Like um, last year, we went to California for two weeks, and then. Um, just stuff like that. We'll do a trip during the winter, and then we'll skate the skate park, indoor park a lot, and it's really awesome. We throw a skateboard event once a year, too. It's called the New England Am, and uh, we've done it two years in a row, and it's been amazing. Like um, The judges were Donnie Barley, Brandon Westgate, Dave Pachinski, Zared Bassett, Nick Dompierre, and like it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. yeah, and they're all from this area, so it's pretty pretty trippy so we have like hundreds of kids and people just show up we had 24 skate shops from all over new england come and they brought three riders each and they just battled it out in our shop contest it's pretty insane they cannot do that too in europe too they like they they got shops all over europe and then every shop had like three or four riders yeah they they just did a contest it's like a shop contest yeah yeah, it's awesome because you bring all these different styles and flavors and characters yeah. and everyone comes together and you kind of get to see where everyone's from and how they skate and then like, it's really a fun, man. What's yeah, that? they do it, it here with a co- different countries so they get all the shops of dif- uh, like, let's say like 20 or 30 shops in Spain and the winner, they do that in every country in Europe yep. and the winner of each country, the shop of each country that goes to the final somewhere in Europe. Genius. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you know the name of the series? Uh, it's Vans make those contests here. Oh, rad. That's cool. But, yeah, they were doing it. That's really rad. I think it's called like the shop contest, you know, the shop contest. Yeah, sick. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super I, good. I actually wanted to ask you a little bit about competition. You competed in tennis. Have you? How have you done in skateboarding? Do you enjoy it? Do you like contests? Like, are there ones you like more than others or... I like I like um, I like it back in the day. Yeah. I like it back in the day, but um, I don't really go to the contest anymore. I oh I used to go the last few years to the ones I really like. You know, like I went to Tampa. Tampa was is a really good contest. So fun. I went to I like the one in Copenhagen. Yep. Um, not anymore since Nike just bought it, so I don't go there anymore. Did it get real serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, more or less. But um, the one in uh, the one in Prague used to be super good. Sick. And uh, yeah, used to those contests that I really like. Have you Sometimes ever? Sometimes I don't even skip because you 
you just go there and have fun and party and like, oh, fuck, I have to skate, but blah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever won a contest? Yeah, a bunch of them. In Spain, a lot of them, yeah. Really? You've been up on it and they're like first place? Yeah, a lot of them. I make a lot of money back in the day. Wow. <laughs> contest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you take it like... We're, like Carrie Getz was on the podcast. You know Carrie Getz. Yeah. You know of him at least. Have you met him before? Yeah. Yeah, sick. He w- he was talking about his experience, and he was just like, he's like, yeah, I was that guy in the corner just training basically. Because if I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna try to win it. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, that's so awesome. He's like, yeah, I might be yeah. out skating street, and I probably hurt myself. So if I'm gonna be doing this, I should really try. <laughs> no, I never took it that serious. I was just like skating you know i like to skate so i I skate all day long in the contest yeah and and in spain it's like a a small country you know so you go to to skate a contest and and you know everyone so it's like ah you get so so fired up you know like you get to skate with people that you don't see it often yeah like a lot of energy and everyone knows in sessions together yeah Yeah. That's right. No, but no, no, no. Training, just partying, partying and skating in contest. That's it. Well, Gary was talking about, I think, the X Games. So I think that's why he was like, I think there was like, he's like, I'm going to make this happen. And I just liked his honesty about it. I was like, that's funny. (laughs) I've tried that. I've tried to try really hard and train. But in practice, I just get too excited and I skate too hard in practice. And then I'm exhausted. (laughs) Yeah, that happens to me sometimes too. It's too fun because you get everyone together and everyone's got the same vibe. Everyone's like skateboarding, 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 and then it's just like, whoa. Sometimes I, it's... I remember one time in this contest in San Sebastian, it's Basque Country. Yeah. I was uh, I was going to that contest for a few years and I was like either winning or getting like second place every time. Wow. And um, because the street course was perfect, like, and I it was to be like big rails and I like to skate rails back then a lot, so it's like it's perfect for me. And then I remember one the. I qualified first, and then um, on Sunday before the finals, I went surfing because the contest is right next to the, the beach, you know? <laughs> Over and I went high. surfing with my friends, like, ah, oh, let's surf, and I never surfed before, and we were just, like, bottling in the water, bottling, bottling, and then I didn't know I was getting super tired, like, <laughs> really, that makes you tired. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to skate on the finals, and my legs were shaking, shaking. It's like, what the fuck, what happened? I'm, I'm usually... This usually doesn't happen to me. And it was because the surfing thing. And oh. I didn't win that contest neither. I was like, <laughs> I did bad. I you, couldn't handle it. You thought you had you you thought you had unlimited energy. You were like, I could just do this forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from that day on, it's like, no surfing after, uh, before the skating. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, you should do it afterwards because then you just chill. You'd probably sleep on the surfboard. <laughs> yeah. I've tried surfing a couple times and it's so upper body and like this, it's different motions and ranges. I'm not used to it. So it's fun. It's like another challenge. It's hard for me, man. I tried like three times and then it didn't work. Yeah. Salt water's really, hey, salt water's really good for the joints and the swelling yeah. too. I like that. Well, I go and swim. Oh yeah. Do you have any spots where you can jump off? Uh, not here, but where I'm from in Elche, the little city, they have a little island. Yeah. And then I usually go there like once once every year in the summer and they have like a super good cliff where you can jump off. Oh, you know what? I think I saw it on your Instagram. That's what made me think of it. Do you the have a video? Or the video, the, I think it's the B-Hole video, the consolidated video. Yeah. That's how my video part starts. Like I'm jumping out of that cliff. And that's from where you're from? Uh, that's the island, but yeah, right next to it. That's it. a little town. <laughs> Sick. <England. laughs> 
Rad, man. Well, I've taken up an hour of your time, dude. Thank you. That's it? Yeah, that's it, man. You ready? Oh. <laughs> that, one, that one quick. I know, it goes by super fast. It doesn't even... Super fast, yeah. <laughs> um, hold on real quick, okay? Okay. Oh, actually, before we go, what I how I like to end it is, like, if people want to check out your skateboarding and stuff, what, like, social media or are you on Instagram, Facebook, any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. And what's it where if they wanted to look up, look it up, what would you call what would it be? Just uh, my Instagram is uh, Roberto Aleman and number one one. Sick. Roberto Aleman is already taken by some crazy guy. I don't know. <laughs> another guy. Another crazy another guy. guy yeah. <laughs> so it's Roberto Aleman one. That's awesome. And uh is that the one you use mostly? Uh Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, Facebook sometimes. It's just my name, Roberto Aleman. Sick man. Um yeah. awesome. Well thank you. Thank you, man, and I hope to see you soon. One more thing before you guys go. I just wanted to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes store. If you could leave us a rating and a comment, that would be epic. Apparently, the way to move up the iTunes chart is if you get some ratings and comments, and that would help directly contribute to the growth of this show, which would be amazing. Also, if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can follow at Anthony Shetler on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I try to respond back to everybody. So, yeah, hit me up if you have any questions or any suggestions on how I can Im- improve the show or how I can grow all I need, etc. That would be amazing. And you guys are a classic. Peace.